Welcome. Hi, everyone. Hey. Thanks for joining us for this week's Tips from the Bar. Tips from the Bar. That's us. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm glad I just happened to be holding my glass right here. See, I got to match it. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Very fancy. Yeah, we got our fancy glasses here. But we're um, here at the home office. We are. Yep. We're not at a bar tonight. Mm. No, though we do keep booze around the office too sometimes. Got, so. Yeah, got we some need to. It's a nice wine over there. I think it's champagne. It, is it? I think so. <laughs> All right. You'd think I'd know. Yeah. You yeah, do. it was given as a gift. It's actually nice. a really nice bottle. It is a nice bottle. Yeah. Saving it. <laughs> but RG and Kurt on assignment. They are on assignment actually, tonight. Actually, Kurt. Kurt's on vacation. On a vacation assignment. Kurt's vacation assignment. Yeah. yeah. So he should not be on doing assignments down there. No. He should be relaxing. Mm -hmm. Well deserved relaxation. Yeah. RG is on assignment. He's on assignment. Yeah. Yeah. He was hoping to make it back on time, but um, not able to. No. He works with some people down in Lafayette too. So yeah. um, yeah, if you're down in Lafayette or you know an attorney that needs help down in Lafayette, <laughs> we'll do it. Well, yeah. We'll drive we'll down there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but so. What are we doing today? I think we're going to do our classic Isaac and Jordan mini-sode mini this evening. Um, I'm sure everyone knows by now we're the I'm the immigration, you're the business guy. So no. we'll give everybody our... And we can talk about other things too, but... We can. You know, if you guys have questions, we can answer them. We can do our best. And, right. You have and questions see. about... Yeah. Feel Back free to, to shoot future, a message. Um, the Terminator, uh, you know, any kind of... Uh, late 80s, 90s um, movies. We'll yeah. answer any of those questions. Yeah, feel free. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, uh, I got all those. In the meantime... In the meantime... <laughs> we'll be... Uh... In the meantime, how about I tell you about <laughs> some business stuff, huh? Why don't huh? you tell us what's going on in the business world? Well, I'm going to just tell you generally about... <laughs> the. Oh, I'm going to tell you about business. Right. It's not like new stuff. It's just right. how to start an LLC. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of people I had my awesome like video... That I watched all of it immediately. As, immediately. As soon That's what as I heard. Was, as soon as it just was posted, as soon I was as just waiting. The yep. first view was me. I, I did the very first view. I know. I knew it would. I knew very it would supportive. be. Yeah, she just she just wants to see all the videos. I do. Um, I'm like, calm down. This one just published. All right. So tell us about the video. This one was top three concerns right. when starting an Indiana LLC. Okay. And then I dance at the end. Yeah. Yeah, you should definitely watch the whole thing through. It's on our Facebook page, uh, but the three concerns that I talked about, the mm -hmm. first one, registered agent. So a lot of people have no idea what that is. What is it? And it's not common sense. Yeah. Great question, Jordan. That's fantastic. What is it? What is it? Thank you for the question. Fantastic. If you had this question, if you ever come across this. So if, you, if, you need, if you're creating an LLC, yeah. you need a registered agent. Frankly, if you're creating any kind of entity, you Whether it's a corporation or an LLC with the Secretary of State of Indiana. So you're looking okay. to start your business. You want limited liability, which you can get limited liability through a corporation or an LLC. What does limited liability mean? It means you're not personally responsible or your personal stuff's not on the line for the uh, acts of the business. So the corporation goes and gets a loan or the LLC acquires an asset or a piece of equipment. Well, you're not individually on the line for that. So if you've got that piece of equipment and maybe there's a loan against that piece of equipment, but then you can't pay for the loan, you're not personally responsible for it unless you personally signed mm -hmm. and said, yes, I will be personally responsible. But just as a blanket matter, you're not. And that's different. That's how one reason an LLC is different than, say, like a sole proprietorship or like a, a partnership. Sole proprietor. Yep. Okay. 
anytime that you even start transacting business with people, you've started a business, mm -hmm. but it's just whether you've gone to the Secretary of State of Indiana and said, hey, I want limited liability. That determines whether you actually get it get that limited liability okay you just notify the state and let them know so at this point you've decided oh I don't want my personal assets to be at risk so I am going to file with the Secretary of State you've met with your attorney mm -hmm. about having maybe an okay. LLC you like I said there's certain situations where corporations are good too okay. but yeah and uh, let's say that you've gone with an LLC you go to the Indiana Secretary of State website it takes about 15 minutes and ninety seven dollars and fourteen cents you got yourself at least the basis for an LLC. You still have to upkeep it. But right. when you're going through that filing process, there's a number of questions you have to answer. Some of them are simple. How long do you want it to last? Well, most of the time, you want your LLC to be perpetual. Okay. You want to just continue going. But then you come to questions like, Registered agent. Who's your registered agent? There we go. Well, that question, the registered agent is just the person who receives mail for your business. Like literally physical mail when it gets mailed to you. They get notice. Mm -hmm. uh, notice if you get sued. Notice if the state is trying to say, hey, you're not compliant with something uh, or a city or a township. Like somebody's giving you notice of something. The registered agent is just the person who receives that mail. So does the registered agent have to be the owner or the, mm -hmm. one of the partners of the LLC? Or Nope. It can be. It can be. But really it just has to be somebody who has a physical location, not a P.O. box physical location in Indiana and that you trust to receive that notice. So while it could be an owner or, or mm -hmm. a member, uh, like a partner in, in right. the actual LLC, mm -hmm. or it could be your lawyer. You know, somebody, oh, you want somebody to get noticed that you're being sued? Sometimes probably, you make it your lawyer. Probably huh? a good thing to have your lawyer do it. That's right. If you see in the video, I say shameless plug and it pops up like right here. like Shameless plug. Because you can do your attorney. I'm a registered agent for a number of businesses. Okay. Because they want, if notice came in. Right. Because certain lawsuits, if something is filed, you need to respond in a certain yeah. number of days. So it can be extremely helpful to have your lawyer be on top of that. And yes. receiving those. And there's big problems. If, if you don't end up receiving that mail, let's say that you say, well, okay, I know I'm getting sued, so I'm just going to reject the uh, any mail that comes in. Mm -hmm. No, then that means the Secretary of State can administratively dissolve you. Like the... The Secretary of State can say, oh, well, you had a registered agent who's not a real registered agent, mm -hmm. so maybe you're not actually even still existing as a business. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we'll just uh, dissolve you. Yeah. Now, administratively being dissolved, you can get reinstated with certain points, but it's going to cause a whole bunch more problems than just making sure that you answer your mail and then respond timely to any lawsuits or demand letters or notices that you get. Okay. So that's your registered agent. The next question that can come up, am I manager managed or member managed? There are the main uh, members of an LLC are the owners of the LLC. So whoever, if you're a member, that's what they, they call it if you're an owner. Mm -hmm. They call it member. You either have interest slash equity slash ownership units. There's a lot of different names for it, but you own it. That makes you a member of that LLC. You can have it so that anybody who's a member, anybody who owns part of that, is also the management. So they make all the decisions on behalf of it. But you don't have to. Okay. You can have a manager-managed LLC. That means you might have a manager who doesn't own equity, who's not a member, or alternatively, you might have a member who doesn't make managerial decisions, kind of like a passive investor. So you could have a passive, if you want 
like maybe, or maybe you don't have it right now, but you're like, you know what? I, one day I know I kind of want to go after investors Then do manager managed because at that point you can structure it so that within your operating agreement, that's the contract that really governs how you operate your LLC. It's a really important document for you to maintain limited liability. But the, this, uh, the document itself can say, look, we can have passive investors. They don't have any managerial decisions, and they're limited just to maybe these particular decisions or no decisions or they're, they're, that any money that we get is just going to be a passive investment, mm -hmm. and they're a member, but they're not a manager. Okay. And so the manager itself is a whole other tier. And if you have confusion about that, when yeah. you're starting to, Which it can be confusing. It can be confusing. It can be hard to define roles. Mm -hmm. It's always good to have a attorney around to help yeah. define the roles, maybe help you decide. Got a whole questionnaire. I'll walk you through all of it. But that's the main point, uh, or that's the main thing when it comes to uh, member manager, manager manage, is just trying to figure out what you want to do with your business and who are the active players and who could be the active players. So knowing your goals is going to be important when making that decision. The final thing that I talk about in the video is single-member LLCs. The single-member LLC, just, just one person owning it, but a lot of questions come about that of, well, how are they treated? There were a lot mm -hmm. of states that didn't even recognize limited liability for a single-member LLC. You had to have more than one person. And in some states, it still matters. Most states recognize limited liability for the single-member, but mm -hmm. there's certain things that creditors can do to single-member LLCs in other okay. states. Uh, in Indiana, you get pretty good protection for that, so you don't need to really worry about it. But there are some states where it's easier for a creditor to get to a single-member LLC than it is for a multi-member LLC. Okay. The different way that um, creditors can get either charging orders or other types of uh, retribution from your LLC. I mean, that's kind of why you entered into the LLC to help protect yourself from creditors. That's one of the reasons. And so if that's a really important thing to you, then you got to make sure that you're upholding all of the corporate formalities. It's not corporate, but the LLC formalities. You have an operating agreement that you do sit, even if it's just by yourself, you sit by yourself and you take meeting minutes. That's still something important to do. Mm -hmm. So that if somebody does sue you, you have this stack of documents and you can lay it down and you can say, look, I have been maintaining my limited liability status. So if somebody accuses you of, you know, you don't have a real business, it's just this person, it's just this, this woman or this man who just filed uh, with the Secretary of State but never actually respected the entity. If you lay down that huge stack of documents mm -hmm. of your, all your meeting minutes and, all your, uh, and your operating agreement and everything that you've been doing, you get to retain that corporate veil is what they call it, that protection. You get to keep your limited liability. So definitely something to watch out for and making sure that you actually stick with all that. Again, something right. else I can help out with if you ever come yeah. across it. But the video is uh, kind of funny, so feel free to check it out if you want to. And where can they find it on the you can, Facebook page? You can find it on the Facebook page. Uh, we upload it to YouTube, and then okay. I'm put it on the website too. All right. Yeah, so check yeah. it out. If anything, you can see the end where Isaac dances for a little bit of a laugh if you if you want. I did. I did a little bit of gopher <laughs> dance there. None of that was planned, but uh, but uh, the once we finished it, the video it was definitely the right moves. All right. Cool. All right. Awesome. All right. But you know what? I'd like to learn more about immigration. Would you? Yeah, would I you? would. Very sincerely. Yeah. Well, um, one question I get a lot is, and this is kind of based in family immigration. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in the United States. My family member petitioned for me. Can I stay in the United States to get my green card? Okay. So, favorite answer, it depends. <laughs> so, a couple of things. 
We need like something that drops down, like it depends. And we right. pull the every thing time. And I feel like every time I answer an immigration question, it has to be it depends because there's yeah. so many. It's true, especially it, in that area. Especially, of it it yeah. really depends. Um, so basically, let's let's go through a couple examples, right? Okay. We'll go through. Do you one. Want me to act anything out? Uh, no, I, I, role prefer, I prefer. I'm very good at role playing. I'm very <laughs> good at. No, no, you prefer just to explain. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody else would probably prefer that too. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's say that you are married to a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're an immigrant. And you're married to a U.S. Oh, I'm, citizen. Oh, I'm an immigrant. Yep. <laughs> you can be. Please go on. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, all right, a foreign person. Okay, let's assume you're an immigrant married to a U.S. citizen, and you're in the United States. So based on your marriage to the U.S. citizen, you're eligible to get a green card, okay? Which Mm -hmm. means permanent resident card, green card, which means you can live and work in the United States legally, right? Fantastic. Um, Okay, so I get a lot of questions like that. I'm married to a U.S. citizen. I'm in the U.S. Can I stay here to get my green card? It depends, Right. So the first thing we'll look at is whether or not you, well, actually, the main thing is if you entered the U.S. legally. So, and what that means is if you entered the U.S. on some type of visa, whether it be, you know, a tourist visa and you overstayed or a student visa and you're either still enrolled or, you know, you stopped schooling but you're still here. Um, you know, it could be an H-1B, like employment visa. So as long as you entered the U.S., so entered, you know, and were, you were inspected. So you were inspected. Mm-hmm. Um, if you crossed over on land, you were inspected by, inspected by Border Patrol. Or if you entered um, in an airport, you were, you were entered and you were allowed in by Border Patrol. If that happens, you're allowed to stay in the U.S. You can get your green card in the U.S. Um, so that's... Um, you know, the U.S. really strongly favors the husband-wife relationships, okay. and they favor when you do enter through inspection, what they call through inspection. So okay. in that instance, you are allowed to remain in the U.S. Now, if you are in the U.S. and you cross the border, you know, we in, in immigration we call it entered without inspection. So, mm-hmm. you know, you either you, – basically what that means is a land border um, without, you know, evading border patrol, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um if you've done that, you will not be able to stay in the U.S. to okay. get your green card. What you'll have to do is you'll have to file file a waiver, um, basically showing extreme hardship to either your spouse or U.S. citizen children that they that they will suffer extreme hardship if you know you're not allowed to stay in the U.S. If you have to relocate back to your home country, um, okay. yeah. in that instance, you file the waiver. If it gets approved, then you go to your home country apply for the green card at a U.S. embassy, get the green card, and you come back. That process is very complicated. Okay. Um, it's, it's very complicated, and it's very specific. No. Um, you know, and just hmm. saying, oh, my family will miss me, or, you know, th- those aren't yeah. good arguments. So if you're in the U.S. and you're married to a U.S. citizen and you entered without inspection, please give an immigration attorney a call um, because you are eligible for this benefit but it is a complicated process. So yeah. you'll need to have um, an immigration attorney go through your history. Um, and also, you know, sure. this, I'm also not bringing up things like past deportation orders, criminal history, all of that sure. stuff matters too. Which should be but, disclosed yes. to the immigration attorney <laughs> up front. As, as soon as possible, just yeah, disclose as soon everything. As possible. You know, You're not helping anybody by withholding that no, information. I'm your attorney. I'm on your side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a thing called attorney-client privilege. So everything that you tell me in our meetings yeah. is protected by attorney-client privilege. So I can't go 
you know, and tell someone. And if I know up front, we can plan and we can do it. If, you know, a lot of times clients want to hide the bad things, but guess what? The government always finds out. And if I don't yeah. know, I can't protect you. So always, you know, my clients have been pretty good. So, you know, they, yeah. yeah. So they know, <laughs> they know, um, you know, I'm on your side. You got to tell me the good and the bad. Yeah. Um, so that's one way you can stay in the U.S. if you're married to a U.S. citizen. Um, Another way is um, if you, so, just kind of generally too expanding it. The, the most common question is usually when they're married to a citizen. Mm -hmm. um, I do get other family members. So, if and again, it goes back to whether you entered with inspection, right? Okay, sure. So, if you entered with um, with inspection, so on some type of visa, and your um, relative, your U.S. citizen relative is an immediate relative. Mm -hmm. So that's either a spouse. A child under the age of 21 or you're the parent of a US citizen who's 21 okay yeah you can stay in the US and adjust your status okay okay um, there you know there are certain issues that do come up as well and this goes to the husband and wife issue too um, you know if you enter on a certain status the government doesn't like when you change your status right away because they feel like you're avoiding certain processes or trying to cut the line mm -hmm. um, so there are certain timelines for filing um, so, you know, if, if you enter on a tourist visa and you immediately file a petition to get a green card, you're, there's a high likelihood that you'll get denied, um, oh. because it looks like you were evading immigration laws, right? Oh, So I again, I, before filing, you know, if you entered on a certain type of visa and want to change your status or apply for a green card, I highly recommend speaking with an immigration attorney so they can flag any areas of concern for you. Um, you know, cause sometimes yeah. it might be better to leave the country and go through that rather than to apply here and get denied and have to right. deal with all of that. Um, yeah. Bad news is for children of U.S. citizens who are married and or t over 21, um, unfortunately, you are not considered an immediate relative of a U.S. citizen. So if you are in the United States and have overstayed a visa or um, you're on a different type of visa, you will have to leave the U.S. to go get your green card. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I know that's a lot. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's a very complicated system. The yeah. relationships sometimes don't make sense because immediate relative. Yeah. That's a child. Well, not if they're over 21, 21. and even if they're under 21, if they're married, they're not considered an immediate relative. So, right. um, immigration definitely has its own language and the system is very complicated and, um, you know, yeah your past history really needs to be examined to really determine the best steps for you. Mm -hmm. um, so if you have questions, feel free. You can send me questions yeah. via our website, via Facebook. I'd be happy to set up consultation and we can oh, talk yeah. about it, you know? Um, yeah, we're always open yeah. for any of the questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I'm posting in the comments uh, on this video, either now or watch, if you're watching it later. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then, uh, or yeah, we have plenty of at our email as well. Yeah, you can email us. Um, well, I'm Jordan at ccsklaw.com. That's right. <laughs> Do we have Isaac a general one? at ccsklaw.com. <laughs> we try to make it easy. We, yeah, we pre keep it pretty simple. We actually tagged ourselves up in the in the comments so you could see yeah. uh, how to spell our name. Even though my name seemed to have got combined with, actually, that's Her, a that's a Isaac Kazakazia Jordan. So that really put us all together in that one. But that's the that's the magic of Facebook and us constantly trying to figure out how to possibly arrange a, a proper uh, Facebook live tag half the time it doesn't even tag people yeah but that's all right we got it's it this right. time we got it yeah you can also visit us at www.ccsklaw.com 
Yes, that'd be correct. Yeah. Um, yep. Give us a call. 219-230-3600. Yeah, I remembered our old number, which we still have. but Yeah, that one links up. Yeah. yeah, we got a couple numbers, but that's yeah. the main one that we use. So, all right. I think that's. I think we're good. I think we're good for this week. We learned a lot today. I learned that was a lot. So much. It's too. That was so much information. We're gonna take. We're gonna let that sink in for a while. Yeah. And uh, and uh, because this is a a mini sode. A mini sode. We gotta. Yeah. Gotta head out. Gotta cut it. Gotta cut it short. It's that time. But thank you for joining us, CCSK Law. We'll see you next week, unless you feel free to stop in earlier before that. Yeah. But anyway, have a great week. Thank you. you.